All right, Jimmy. Pat McGann. We got a big day. One of my favorite bits ever is your big day bit. And this is the biggest day of them all. Pat McGann's first stand-up comedy special. It's today, man. I'm ready. I'm excited. We got a nice little episode for our listeners. We got a guest. The biggest guest. I think people know who it is. I well, think some they of them are here. Pretty good idea. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tell people. Okay, that's right. We're gonna promote <laughs> it. Yeah, how about it? Pretty good catch, huh? Move over, Singletary. I mean, when an NFL Hall of Famer is your second best guest, it's still pretty solid. No, I'm kidding. No, I mean, Mike Singletary will always be the answer to the trivia question. <laughs> but uh, we have another answer now too. Sebastian Maniscalco jumping in. We're gonna add that uh, to the tail end of the episode, right? Just got off of a uh, call with Sebastian. Dude's great. So fun to talk to. Yeah, he is. He's a good laugher. And uh, he's always like in that mood. Fun guy. Love ripping my beard apart. <laughs> Saw that coming right away. We always talk about the bearded comics. <laughs> At least. What just happened to you? I got a little cramp in my hammy, dude. Uh-oh. got to stretch it out. <laughs> Where's my roller? Dude, I was doing radio to promote this thing. And my team set up this unbelievable press run. This is day two. I started Friday. And then this morning, I called like 20 radio stations throughout the country. So cool. But a couple of them like have dove in, did some research. Oh, yeah? One guy, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to listen to your podcast. I love foam roller. (laughs) I've never heard someone talk about how great they are. But I (laughs) I fully agree with you. I'm so glad that you've you've seen the light. And we talked about the foam roller for a little bit. So to plug in your podcast, you uh, sold some foam rollers for Amazon? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, boy. Pretty good. What man. was your, uh, did you have any like weird stations that you did? Anything you weren't expecting? Um, a lot of classic rock stations made me yeah. feel old. <laughs> I love, uh, there's some You're great big names. Warren Zevon draw, huh? <laughs> some great names in radio too, you know? Yeah. Any good ones? Like you're calling in to talk to Bubba or K- Kid J and then it has like their, they'll put the real name in the, uh, in parentheses. <laughs> Like tomorrow, I'm on with Torg. His name's Scott Torgerson. That's uh, <laughs> you get the oh, origin guy name. Elliot Cams is his name, aka Faliat. Okay, I'm on with Chaos tomorrow. Chaos and Ashley. Oh, that's good. Love their radio come, names. Ashley doesn't get a cool name like that. <laughs> Do they say that to people? Like, what's your name, Pat McGann? I mean, you can mm-hmm. you could have a radio show, but not with that name. <laughs> I'm Doctor Chaos. This is my sidekick, Brian. <laughs> I'm uh I'm Kid P, and this is Jazzy Jim. <laughs> well, Kid P, how's uh, the media tour been treating you so far? Kid P is feeling like Man P. I just got a, a hamstring injury, and Man P doesn't sound that great. We gotta change that one. Should probably <laughs> adjust that. Uh, Man P is something that hasn't <laughs> happened in this place in a while because I'm still dealing with plumbing issues from last week. You've not gotten it fixed, huh? They uh, stopped by today to let me know that I still don't have water. You're like, I already knew that. They stopped by today to tell me it's still not going to be fixed today. <laughs> it was nice. Do you mind if we come over tomorrow and tell you that it's going to be delayed? Sometimes I think they just like hanging out, you know? Let's talk about it. I mean, obviously we're recording before uh, the Tuesday morning release of, the, uh, of your special. I couldn't be more excited. By the time this rolls around, what is it, 9 a.m. when this thing comes out? I'm going to be on my ninth viewing. At that, at <laughs> yeah. that point, pull an all-nighter, load up on some coffee. Yeah, it's finally here. The day is here. So um, it's uh, it's good. That's that excitement we're looking for. That's you know, like a guy who just released his first funny. special. It's done for me. It's done. It's coming out. 
it's just kind of, I don't even know if I'll, I guess I'll watch it, right? With maybe, no, I don't even know if I will watch it. To be I was going to ask you, are you having a viewing party? No, I'm not having a viewing party. Are your kids like, no thanks. I want everyone to download it separately in as many households (laughs) as possible. Everyone's, hey, let's have a viewing party. No, you watch it on your phone. Your husband should watch it on TV. Different? No. A couple of my neighbors are doing some stuff like that, and I'll probably roll through there and say hi to them, but I don't know that I'll uh, I'll sit down and watch the whole thing myself. I wonder if I should host like a suburban viewing party. No, I don't think that's necessary. I'll give it a shot, though. I'll start a Facebook group, see what happens. <laughs> hey, come on over, guys. I don't have a bathroom. If you guys want to... <laughs> Not to tell you guys about when I invited you. Anyway, grab a jar and uh, put your name on it. It's yours for the evening. <laughs> it's probably cleaner that way anyway. So what's next on the agenda? If you're not going to watch it, what is, uh, what is Tuesday looking like for you? Um, I got some morning radio again, and then I'm doing W, uh, no, I'm not doing WGN morning news. I did, I did it today actually solo. And then tomorrow I'm going to be on with Sebastian or Wednesday with Sebastian. And then we're doing the today show on Thursday. Incredible. Access live, which is like access Hollywood. I think that's on Thursday as well, but we're taping it the day before. We know what that's like. Yeah. My buddy was telling me that, um, you know, I got I always look like the night before, but Jenna Bush is on the Today Show, the 10 o'clock hour, which is kind of funny. Very cool. Just to connect to presidential stuff. As a, as a I always have to draw a line to something presidential. As a resident, presidential historian fits right up your alley. Did a uh, podcast today with Sebastian, other than ours, which a good friend of ours, Jimmy Pardo. I know you don't so like funny. me talking about other podcasts on our podcast, but this Jim, one's acceptable. <laughs> Jimmy's got one of the first podcasts in comedy right? Never not funny. And Jimmy is great. We both love him. We, I met him uh, with you as he reminded me on the podcast. He brought your name up. Said it met, we met at Zany's. And One of my favorite introductions guys. ever. Your house I'm seeing, it's New Year's Eve weekend. Uh, it's maybe a day or two before New Year's Eve. Pardo's closing. He walks in and you're like, hey, Jimmy, Pat McGann. He's like, hey, Pat, nice to meet you. Heard great things. And I'm like, hey, Jimmy, Jim Flanagan. He goes, Jim, not so much. <laughs> it's the best intro i've ever received that's when he uh he gave me i came off stage and i had uh, a you know a decent set had some fun up there and come to back his annies and he's like hey good set pat not my cup of tea but uh they seem to like it <laughs> <laughs> not my cup of tea uh, i think when i got off stage that night it was uh i didn't care for it but i didn't really watch it <laughs> My favorite Jimmy Pardo story is I used to do the bit. Um, I'll still do it in Rosemont sometimes. I guess I had the worst habit of, it's almost like I'm superstitious, but I got to do the parking garage joke because it's like the first joke I ever told at that club, the first show at that club. Um, yeah, like opening night. So Jimmy comes in and he had a parking lot bit, I guess the year before um, when I had not been with him. So he didn't know that I had this thing that I did. So he sees me do it. And then goes up there and it's like, I didn't know McGann was going to do a bit about the park. Like I had 10 minutes on that last time I was here. And he's up there doing the parking lot bit. Took that club out of my bag. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, took that club out of my bag. So he killed doing the bit about me doing the bit. So the next night or the next show, I'm like, Jimmy, I'll lay off the parking garage stuff. So he launches into his parking garage bit. He does well, but I watched and we both knew that it was better when I did it. And then he made fun of me doing it. So I'm like, Jimmy, (laughs) the next night, I'm like, do you want me to do the garage bit? It's funnier when you make fun of me for doing it. He's like, yeah, would you mind? 
Yeah, do that bit, would you? So I can. <laughs> That's the be- everyone has more material that way. Exactly. He's one of the best in the business. Uh, I'm glad you were around there. Do you know when that airs? It's going to be, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday. Today show, Pardo. I mean, this is, this is the week of Pat McGann. This is the biggest day. I'm all over the place. I feel like our podcast. <laughs> this is also uh, on Monday when we're recording. This is the one-year anniversary of the release of the Chance the Rapper album, The Big Day. I did see that today. It fits in um, quite nicely. Yeah. Saw a chance to tweet that. I know this isn't going to be a long one because you've got uh, a bunch more to do. Um, but I just wanted to say to you, buddy, congratulations. This is uh, a really huge day. I mean, this is so exciting. I, I got to be there for, you know, uh, for the taping. Um, and I couldn't be prouder of you. I couldn't be more excited for everyone to get to see this. Uh, I couldn't be more excited about the interview people get to hear today. Yeah, this is exciting. And I appreciate it, Jimmy. And, and I loved having you there that night. It was so fun. You opened in the show. Um, almost wish we were doing the podcast back then. Could have been covering this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a, a fun week. I'm going to post something, I think, tonight or today, like behind the scenes, a little footage that uh, Matt, Matt Machete put together. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's, he, he nailed it. It's good. And uh, you got a little cameo in there. Made sure that everyone got a little little fla-fla. Oh, that's nice of you. Dude, I feel so bad because one of the best pictures I've ever seen of you and your wife is from that evening. And you, you got a pretty photogenic family. It's, it's almost stock photo level when you guys take a picture. But there's a fantastic photo of you two from that night. And there's just my dumb face in the background of it that like, no matter how <laughs> you crop it, there's some part of me. No. <laughs> Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And we can crap you out. We've uncle bucked you. We can uncle, we can uncle buck you. Oh, good. Josephine's back there too. Oh, way better. There's a, uh, there's actually footage of us doing a toast to meet, you know, the basement of the Vic after the tapings. Do you remember that? We're all together. And you were between me and Sarah. And I was <laughs> like reaching across and I'm like, sorry, Sarah. Jim's, I know Jim's always coming between us. <laughs> then you had to like, move is pretty funny um all right buddy yeah i'm gonna jump back into some of this uh some of this stuff i appreciate you um helping spread the word on this i don't want to like the podcast to be all about this um but you know this week is um is going to be exciting and i hope people are uh, up for checking it out hey man it's a special time i know you don't like uh talking about it a ton but if we're going to talk about it this is the time right so if you haven't already um amazon uh, i got mine on apple music uh you can get it all over the place it is called when's mom gonna be home uh by pat mcgann executive produced by sebastian maniscalco and it's gonna be out tuesday july 29th tuesday july 28th jim come on god damn it I'm going to edit out the part where I was wrong. No. Just have you yelling this. at me. Leave this all. <laughs> Sebastian made you leave when I screwed up the question that they're going to hear. Oh, for sure. Oh, I could, dude, he was so much fun to have on. Uh, I'm so excited that everyone gets to, uh, gets to hear our interview with Sebastian. Yeah, check it out. Bye, Jim. We'll see you guys Friday. This is all over the place. Great review. Subscribe. Buy the special. All right, couldn't be more excited about this. We have a guest. We don't always have a guest. We've only had one other guest. And, uh, but this guy we had to have on, especially this week. He is the executive producer 
of uh, my stand-up special that's coming out. I also understand he does a little stand-up himself. <laughs> I'm trying to see if he's laughing at that as I introduce him. <laughs> Sebastian Maniscalco is with us. Sebastian, what's up, man? Uh, what's going on? First off, I'd like to get right into Flanagan's beer. <laughs> like literally get in there, dive in there, jump in. Is it a COVID beard? Are you growing this out since the uh, since the pandemic started, or is this something that you just started to do uh, mid mid pandemic? I started a pre pandemic. This is actually uh, a trimmed version of it. You know, you're coming on. I couldn't let it be all scruffy anymore. I figured this is the best I could get on short notice. Well, you know, Pat and I always discuss uh, bearded comedians like. <laughs> This is like the trend now to grow a beard and be funny. Uh, I, I was just trying to figure out where you were going with the beard. But uh, God bless you, and I hope that works out for you. Um, Thank you. So yeah, we, um, we're Put him doing- on the bearded list. <laughs> <laughs> when does this podcast air? It's going to be t- the day of, the day of the release, tomorrow, 28th, oh, okay. today. You could get Pat's special currently. Uh, Pat, tell us where we could get the damn thing, because there seems to be a, there seems to be a uh, uh, confusion on where you pick up your special. Yeah, so I have just been telling people, just look for it. Type my name in. <laughs> Type Sebastian's name in. Type in the word comedy. That, could, that might help. It's <laughs> Amazon. It's Apple TV. Um, it's really everywhere. Like, I think people, if they have Comcast, they could get on a Comcast. Yeah, I bought it on uh, Apple Music. There's a small download fee, which I at first was like, okay, that's going to, but now I think people are so used to that getting, especially nowadays, getting the, paying for the in-home entertainment. Yeah, this ain't Instagram. People are going to have to pay for it. (laughs) Don't feel bad that you're selling your product. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only guy to be, listen, I don't really want the money here. Just, Just, I need eyeballs on it. Take the cash. Um, yeah, so we, we, we shot it in Chicago. I'm, uh, I'm sure your listeners are well aware of, of what uh, you've been doing. Um, but uh, yeah, really, really good special. It's one of those things where, you know, it's the first special. The first one's always the, uh, the best one in my, in my point of view, because you've been working your entire career to put that material on, it's it, on its own. So it's a very exciting time. For Pat, um, I don't know about Flanagan, what the fuck he's doing, but <laughs> I trimmed my beard for this. <laughs> talk to talk to us about your first special and what that what that feeling was, and like I know I've heard you talk a little bit about um, somebody that helped you up the ladder, and and um, you know that would be yeah. yeah uh, my first, but I'll finish the question. Um, <laughs> I can tell you don't have. I can tell you don't have guests on the show. And when, when I'm looking, I know this is only audio, but what I'm looking at, I'm looking at Pat with his with his hand on his forehead, trying to get through the question. Yeah, I know, I know you. Yeah, people that you know help you. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right, we're anyway. gonna we'll, we'll cut this up a little bit. <laughs> nope. This is this is what this makes good for good podcasting. Who is your Sebastian? 
Ironically enough, I was waiting tables at the Four Seasons Hotel, and I used to wait on this guy that used to come in maybe once or twice a month from St. Louis who worked for Budweiser. Really great guy. His name is Jim Schumacher. He uh, told me Budweiser was starting a thing called Bud TV, and they were looking for content. And originally, they wanted to shoot a comedian in a comedy club and then put it up on Bud TV. Well, I... Uh, I ended up um, giving his contact information to my lawyer and my agent at the time, and it ended up ballooning into they are going to pay for your first comedy special in St. Louis at the pageant theater. They're going to invite, at this time I had no draw whatsoever. They're going to invite all everybody from Budweiser. They're going to give free beer out and uh, you get to own the special, which is unheard of, that they're going to pay, and then I would then own, after one year, I would then own the whole thing. So I kind of fell into it. It was one of these things where I wasn't really looking to do a special, but the opportunity presented itself, and I ended up doing it in St. Louis. Um, and, you know, looking back on it, it was like, oh, this, you know, it could have been better, but it kind of got my feet wet. Uh, with uh, Comedy Central, where back in those days, if your special did not perform out of the gate with Comedy Central, it got put on the rotation like at Sunday at three o'clock in the morning. No one ever would see it. It really promoted the ones that really did well in the ratings, but uh, mine kind of got lost in the mix. So it really didn't have the impact that I was hoping it would have. But, that's but you still had it on Comedy Central. Yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was still there, but no one, no one, you know, back in the day, this is where you couldn't get things on demand. You would have to wait for them to play it again. And then I would always kind of scroll their, their schedule every week so I could promote when I was going to be on. Unfortunately, it was in the wee hours of the night. But anyway, it kind of gave me an in with having a special and, and a calling card because basically that's what these things are, a commercial for your comedy, so that people could then come out and see you on the live end. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it was a good first run and, and it led to, to others. Sebastian, in your book, and, and you've talked about paying it forward before, is that kind of where a lot of that came from? Yeah, you know, people, you know, kind of helped me on the way up, Vince Vaughn being one of them, and uh, gave me an opportunity to kind of showcase my balance in front of a larger audience. Uh, so I've always kind of kept in the back of my mind when I got to the position where I could, uh, you know, get behind someone. I, uh, and it's just not anybody. I, uh, you know, I, I, I get behind people that I think have an elevated product and whether it be in the food space or the comedy space, uh, I'm doing something similar with this guy, Dominic DiBartolomeo, who is a, a chef out here in, in, uh, in LA, who I became fast friends with over the last eight years and then kind of fell on hard times with the pandemic and, and his import business. And then we ended up doing some virtual uh, dinners together for charity uh, and kind of propelled his business more into the public eye. So if I could do something for people who are breaking their ass, I have no problem with it. Are you planning on doing more of those? Sunday suppers? Uh, well, the, the last one, we had a bit of a logistic issue uh, with shipping food. It's, it's a big undertaking, and uh, we, we learned a, a very expensive lesson. 
Um, we will uh, definitely regroup, try and do that again sometime soon. However, in this, in this climate, you have to be a little bit more cautious of how you do things. I mean, we're charging 200 bucks for a dinner and entertainment. And yeah, it's attached to charity, but you know, you have to be also conscious of people's uh, economic situation as well. But yeah, we'll, we'll do that sometime in the near future. Dom and I are working on some other things uh, other than that virtual dinner. And uh, I wanna get into the food space some way, shape or form because you know, Pat and I were talking, you know, kind of over text and Flanagan, you will know this because you're a comedian as well. You know, you, you got to have your, 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 um, I've learned you can't just put your eggs in one basket. I just thought touring was just touring. You know, if I want to mm -hmm. tour, I'll go out and make some bread. If I don't, I'll stay home and maybe do a project that's uh, local, whether it be a TV show or whatever. But there's no way to make money right now. I right. Mean, it's boring. So like, what do you do? What, what, what do people like us do? We got to kind of shift gears and, and see what other opportunities are out there. Although they might not be as uh, lucrative as stand-up comedy. You just, you gotta, you gotta, I don't know. You gotta. <laughs> are you past, are you past feeling um, bad about it or feeling like, Cause I'm not, I still feel real sorry for myself. <laughs> I still, <laughs> I miss it like crazy. I mean, I have all things in perspective. Don't get me wrong. There's people that are hurting out there and more important things, but what do you miss? Well, today, like it was a bad day for me. You know, it's like, uh, it comes in waves. Uh, like I got up this morning and it was just like, it's like Groundhog's Day, you know, and it really hit me. I'm like, oh man, you know, like, and, and it would be better if there was some light at the end of the tunnel, but I don't see any, anything at the end of the tunnel. You know, I just, I just, the news reports just, whenever you think something good is, is going to happen or is happening, it's like, Kid gives coronavirus <laughs> grandfather, grandfather swallowing his own blood. <laughs> so it's like you don't even want to have your kids go out and play with anybody after reading stories like that. God knows whether or not it's true or not, but yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's uh, always a story. There is a light in the tunnel, and it's a freight train, and it is coming towards all of us. Like you said, you almost, you got to diversify or you find another way and it's social media. It's, uh, you know, it'll come back though. Yeah, it's going to come back, but it's not, it's not going to come back in any, in, I mean, look at what happened. And I don't know if you read the article today, I think it was on the Marlins that 14 Marlins picked up the coronavirus. And where does that leave baseball? Is baseball going to shut down now for six weeks until the Marlins get better? And, if that's the case, how is that going to affect the other three major sports that are supposedly going to come back? And how is that going to affect our, our livelihood based on the fact that you can't even get baseball players together without any audience? And right. they're still keeping it up. So I don't know, man. There's a silver lining here with this project. This project is coming out, in my opinion, at the exact right time because people are dying for new content they're at home they got nothing to do and now they're going to be able to kind of hit your special as an outlet to, to just uh, get a reprieve 
for an hour. And the, and the beauty about the special, it talks about your own personal life and your own personal point of view. It doesn't touch on politics, and uh, which, which I think is a, a bonus because everything you see now has a political spin to it. This, is a, this, this special is about a guy who has a lot of angst and, uh, and is going to show you in a funny way what he's dealing with on a day-to-day basis. I think it's going to get good, good, good response. Well, I, I, again, wanted to have you on here to thank you publicly and just what you've done. And I'm looking back at the days when we were together on the road and I miss it, dude. I mean, that's like what you were doing and we'll be doing again one day. This is just like, I'm sure you're appreciating it more now. The, the nights at the arenas and the, uh, you know, going everywhere. This, everything was moving so fast. So I hope you're looking back and able to appreciate a lot of that. I am Jim. Are you near Pat in his front, like where his house is? Because you might need to take a ride over there. <laughs> Give him a hug. <laughs> no, I'm excited. Come on, I got so this thing. Like the, tears. I was. I remember. <laughs> I remember at the taping though at the Vic. I asked you. I said, "You ever been here before? Have you performed here before?" And that's where you said you did um, the Vince Vaughn Wild yeah. West comedy tour. Yeah, we did the, we did, I think it was the end of the tour. I forget, there's a, there's two theaters in Chicago that I keep mixing up. It's the Vic and there's another one similar to that size. What is it? What, what are some of the other? Uh, Park West or Aragon? Oh, uh, yeah, Park West. Park I think, West. I think we did a trial run at the Vic and then we did the closing one at the Park West. Anyway. Uh, it was good to, good to get back there. I thought that the crowd that night was great. We did two shows, right? We, two shows. we did two shows, yeah. We had uh, really great crowds. Uh, I love the way the room was situated. It's very, um, very intimate, and people are kind of right on top of you, which actually I missed uh, because we were so used to kind of doing these larger venues to kind of get back into a smaller venue. was kind of cozy, and I was like, oh, this is nice. I'm going to do a show here come back here and like uh, warm up for a show or what have you. But it was, uh, it was a cool venue and I think it was shot really well. I, I got uh, a clip of it up on my uh, Instagram. Uh, actually, there's gonna be two clips. Uh, one is already currently playing, another one we're releasing tomorrow. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It was, uh, it was good. We gotta start working on uh, our two special. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, listen, I'm going to let you, uh, we'll let you get back at it. We, I know you got your family and none of us, none of us get too much family, enough family time these days, right? Do you ever get on that? He's got a ladder in the back for the bookshelf. Do you ever get on the ladder for the two of them? Get up there every once in a while. How high does that go? The lights are working. (laughs) Nice. Do you have like a book sommelier? Yeah, none of these, like, Lana actually bought these books to populate a bookshelf of hers, two bookshelves of hers at her first house in Los Angeles. And she literally bought the books for decoration. So uh, I haven't read any of those. (laughs) It's always good to be in front of them, though. Everyone gets in front of books like they're, I got some right here. Everyone, to make it look like I'm... You don't trust me? That's why I'm in front of a mirror. I'm just. You don't think I'm working on the vaccine? I'm working on the vaccine too. I'm. I'm here. We've got some progress. I'm ready to start some human trials? Oh God! I was. Uh, I was hoping this podcast lasted longer. I told my family I'd be in here for three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we could keep going. We could talk about how 
Our only other guest was Mike Singletary. How random is that? Those are our two guests, Sebastian and Mike Singletary. Was he, uh, was, did he talk? Did he give you some good it's stuff? Talk. Yeah. How was it? Jim, Jim was the connection. What was the story about? Uh, a listener. Uh, we were talking about the 85 Bears documentary. So a listener's like, hey, I'm friends with Singletary and it's a pandemic. He's not busy. Do you think? And he came right on, talked to us. It was awesome. He was great. Did you ask him anything? Like, what was the, what was the, what did you learn about Singletary that you didn't know prior to the interview? He's very devout. Yeah. He's, he's like a, um, a minister almost. Yeah. He was very much that so. he reads the Bible all day long. I was like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Not doing any praying here, Mike. <laughs> I'm Samurai Mike. I like Deuteronomy. What was I going to ask you? Is any clubs in Chicago open? Like, is Zany's open for 50 people, 25 people? What are they doing? Old yeah. Town's doing 50, right? But Rosemont has not opened. They're delayed. I don't know what's going on. I think the city pushed back to September. The city did? Or maybe August. I'm not sure. But they're, uh, yeah. Would you guys talk to Zany's downtown at all to do some time or no? It's like I want to and I'm like about to. And then I'm like, I talked to Sarah and she's like, what, what's going to happen when you come home? Like, are you, are we going to, you going to get a test? Like, I'm not going to get, I mean, what you get a test. I got buddies to get tested. It's like three weeks later. It's like taking the ACT and then you, you get the results quicker from a standardized test than the swab. I don't know. No I, one loves me. So I'd be okay to go. I don't know why. Those three weeks. There should be more outdoor stuff going, right? Would you do something outside? I was going to do some clubs inside in August. Um, you know, I didn't see me possibly getting it in a comedy club with a limited amount of people, but what do I know? Is this airborne? I, I mean, what, if somebody sneezes in a comedy club in the back, can you get it on stage? Do you know? It depends, it depends on the size of the plume, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. I've been reading a lot about plumes and so, <laughs> aerosols. <laughs> I got no idea. Awesome. I don't know if you can get it from like, if you can Pac-Man it walking down the street or if you, <laughs> I mean, do you wear a mask if you go outside? I don't, I, go, I run a lot. I'm not wearing a mask when I'm running. So we go on a hike uh, every day and on the trail, there's a lot of people. So when we see somebody coming towards us, we mask. When they pass, we take it down. Although I could smell their perfume through the mask. <laughs> Isn't the virus? So, uh, all right, let me go and uh, play with my kids and be a father here. Yeah, for sure, man. Thank you so much for jumping on. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for joining us, Sebastian. Sebastian Mascalco. All right, how cool is that? Amazing. Such we don't always have guests, but when we do, you're two for two. They have performed at the Park West. I wanted to. I almost interrupted him to tell him that the Super Bowl shuffle was at the Park West. I, mean, I love throwing that out there when it comes up. So, I completely forgot about that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So the, um, that was cool. I was so glad uh, he was willing to come on. I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, it's cool to uh, talk to him about his perspective and everything right now. And, and you guys have been such a media blitz the last few days. Like for him to take the time out and do this anyways, it's really cool. Yeah. How about it? Yeah. We've been doing so much stuff and uh, I didn't want to bug him about this. But I was like, I got to have him on. Like, you know, got to invite him. 
So good times, man. He went after your beard, huh? I loved it. I <laughs> loved it. I haven't seen him in a bit. It's good stuff. Good thing you trimmed know, it. I don't know if he knows I have a first name, and I'm great with that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, I know. But I mean, like, there are certain people, like, I'm always Flanagan to him. You know what I mean? Right. Well, hey, he was always just Sebastian. Nah, he was, uh, he was fantastic. It was great to hear his perspective on that stuff. It's cool to hear how he's doing. And um, yeah, just, uh, just to get his take on everything was, was really cool. We didn't get into like a typical podcast conversation, though. I wanted to ask him because I was going to ask you, like, how do you get rid of the hiccups at home? Because my daughter and I had a argument about it the other day. She picked up this drinking water through a napkin, like put a paper towel over your cup. Uh-huh. And that's how she gets rid of them. Or I was always sugar and water. But this is what happens when you're not home to <laughs> raise your children. Other people. Find other home remedies. What, uh, what is the sugar and water? You just put sugar in water? Sugar and water always just knocked it out immediately for me. Really? Just like flavorless or colorless Kool-Aid? Yep. That's it. That's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I was a uh, straw over the cup, similar to napkin. So like a straw over the cup. So it like blocks your nasal passage. So you can't like breathe in or out through your nose while you chug a glass of water. Really? You've never, yeah, it used to work. No, I never heard of that one. My, uh, needs to be a certain kind of straw though, right? Like a certain diameter. I think just a normal straw. It's going like across your, you keep putting your finger there. Why don't you just use your finger when you do it? Cause it's not the same. You know. <laughs> Does it work? Uh, it used to. Here's the, pr- once a hiccup remedy stops working for you, there's no going back to it. Oh yeah. You got to find a new one. <laughs> you ever get the hiccups after drinking too much and you're just like, am I really cartoon drunk? I'm cartoon <laughs> drunk. <laughs> like I feel, I hate myself if I've had, if I get the hiccups from after I've been drinking. I really do. I mean, cause I'm still trying to make a point about something when it happens. <laughs> I'm never yeah. just listening. <laughs> and another. <laughs> and a, <laughs> Drop the knowledge with the hiccups. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. My aunt used to do this thing. Uh, if you'd have the hiccups where she'd, uh, she'd be like, Hey, where did that $50 bill go? Like, I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I had a 50 on the table for a portion of the bill. Where did it go? And I was like, I have like, it scared the hiccups out of me. Oh yeah. She would use the fear thing. Uh huh. It completely worked. <laughs> um, until like, and I'd used it on people a few times until like one of my friends had gotten the hiccups. We're all there's like a big group of us out to dinner, and uh, my friend Rick had gotten the hiccups, and and I was like, "Hey, where'd that fifty dollar bill go?" And he just goes, "Oh, really? You're just gonna ask the only black guy at the table where the fifty dollar bill went?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, no, Rick, you just you had the hiccups. It was a whole thing." Oh, I love the, I love that fear tactic. Your aunt though, she doesn't give a, she's just out at a restaurant. Fun! <laughs> you got, the, you got the hiccups. She's screaming fire. Starts running, just turns around. I'm just kidding. Just trying. Are they gone? Are they gone? <laughs> Meanwhile, the whole restaurants, <laughs> people are flipping tables over. <laughs> It's like a Pulp Fiction scene, just because I got the, I drink too much water. <laughs> oh man! All right, we should wrap it up. I just wanted to check in on that one thing that was eating at me. 
sounds like a podcast topic. For That's sure. usually what we talk about on here. If you're tuning in for the first time, if you, uh, if you're just checking us out, cause you saw that we had one of the biggest names in comedy, Sebastian Maniscalco as a guest, we'd love to have you back. Check out some previous episodes. We uh, literally are all over the place. Jim Flanagan and I. Check us out on our socials, everyone. Uh, Instagram, I'm posting a bunch of stuff about the special. I'm posting that behind the scenes thing tonight. And uh, get a few more clips up. And my handle is at McGann underscore Pat. Jimmy? At Jimmy Flan. But most importantly, go to Amazon, iTunes, somewhere, Comedy Dynamics. Sebastian Maniscalco presents Pat McGann, When's Mom Gonna Be Home? Available now. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Hope that was a fun one. I know we talk about having guests. We should do it again. That was fun. Yeah. If we can get a third guest on par with the first two. I'll reach out to Kevin Hart. Oh, great. See how it goes. Or Otis Wilson. (laughs) All right, buddy. See you, man. Bye, everyone.